three, two, one. Welcome to Hungry Hip Hop, Pollock Style Reviews, where we just got the freshest takes on what these artists are serving up. We're looking for the spiciest bars, vibes, and production in order to expand our palette and diversify our playlists. So on today's episode, we will be reviewing the latest album by rapper Kevin Gates, Kaza. Uh, Kaza is Kevin Gates' third full-length studio album, but it serves as a follow-up to his 12th mixtape, Only the Journals Part 2. The album's title, Kaza, refers to Gates' youngest child, his son, Kaza Camille Gates, um, and it can be seen as a sequel to his 2016 mixtape, uh, Isaiah, which was dedicated to his, or Isla, which was dedicated to his daughter, Isla Corin Gates. So, uh, if I'm being honest, the last album I heard by Kevin Gates is probably that 2016 album or mixtape, Isla. Um, I have not listened to Kevin Gates in a while. I also wasn't going to recommend this album. I just saw that he dropped, and I remember that, like, hey, he's from, like, Louisiana or something like that, somewhere from the South. He's, like, really, like, really good rapper, really, really good rapper. He can even do some singing. There's a lot of singing in his music. Um, and, like, you know, kind of, like, spiritual here, very, like, sexual here. Like, he's just, you never, never going to give a Kevin Gates. He's a wild boy. He's also a game banker, too, but, like, he's just, he goes through a lot of different stages, so... I just remember really just him making a lot of good music, a lot of bangers, lots of YouTube videos with 50 million, 70, 80 million, 100 million, 200 million, 300 million views. So like you could see it, a ton of views on YouTube. And so uh, I was listening back to him mainly in like 2014 to like 2016-ish. Uh, it's been a while. Coming back to this album, uh, new one, Kaza. I was very disappointed. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm having a bad track record, track record right now of trying to listen to artists I listened to eight years ago and they are just not hitting the same. Um, just they're yeah, well, I'm washed up, sadly. I'm not saying Kevin Gates is washed up. I definitely think he still has it. There are some great tracks in this album, but for me, these 19 tracks and most of them are skips. Um, this was just not it for me. I did not like the production on mugs. I did not like the way he sang over stuff, and even his rapping wasn't as hard as it used to be, which that typically happens with rappers or even just musicians in general. Uh, they go from heavy to softer, typically, as they uh, get older and gain a bigger fan base. But uh, yeah, this just was not it, in my opinion. But Milo, what did you think of this album? So this is Milo live and in stereo coming at you with this 59-minute album. The average song length is about three minutes, and it's not that hard to get through if you're okay with the style. So this reminded me a lot of Mozzie and the type mm. of the type of beats he uses mm. or types of beats he uses. The like the sing song, you know, call up my boy Allen and we shot up that bodega. That, oh, kinda, that was good, bro. like so if you're cool with that because it's really his last mixtape was only for the generals Mm -hmm. so that's like that's game terminology and Mm -hmm. this this album is really grimy as far as the substance a lot of the singing on it is i would say really pretty and some of the hooks are really great the only like the one real criticism i have is that the style doesn't change up much. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much that same Mozzie style all throughout. And he does a really, I don't know if you want to call it a good job, but he'll have like this really beautiful song with all this great content and imagery and then completely ruin it with some 
this like revolting sexual imagery, like he'll be saying about, you know, oh, I'm lying to my mom, i being sober, then mention about here. And it's like, okay, great. Yeah. I didn't really want to picture that. <laughs> yeah. Overall, I think it's a solid album. The man clearly can rap and he knows what he's doing. He can put together uh, some catchy hooks. And as far as the substance and things that he's talking about, it certainly isn't mindless apart from the pornographic elements of the album. Like think Pussy Monster off of the Carter three. <laughs> and with that, I'll pass the mic to Alan. I think the hardest thing for an artist to do really at all isn't so much to get the first hit and to first blow up on the scene. It's always to have kind of an enduring appeal, right? Mm-hmm. Where I think a lot of people could make like right now, a lot of people could make a trap mixtape that hits for for a year or two and then probably falls off after once the style gets less popular. And I really, and hearing that Kevin Gates has kind of been in the game for as long as he has, I really feel like that's what's happening here. Where if you gave me this album a few years ago, maybe like first half of the 2010s, I would probably have loved it. Like like Milo, you mentioned he can rap really well. And there are some like pretty catchy instrumentals on this overall, but but it's a little like to me it's a little repetitive. I feel like you mentioned Mozzie, like to an extent, I would even say that it feels a lot like like Meek Mill at times, and it feels a lot like Polo G at times to me. Mm-hmm. And they all hit that sound. I know exactly that sound which song yeah. you're talking about. And and then we also have the trend that we've had the last few albums that we've reviewed negatively that it's long, that it's 59 albums. And this isn't like, they're not outcasts out here just like burying up a long album with with different ideas. Like a lot of these songs do unfortunately sound really similar. So if you had given me this album a few years ago, I bet I would say, yeah, it's pretty good. But for me, I found myself getting bored of this like pretty quickly to just mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I feel like the first like five or six songs just like took off, and then it started. The energy started going down about six songs in. I don't know if that was everyone else's experience, but I was actually the opposite. I, being honest, enjoyed the second half of this album a little bit more. The first half was actually the hardest for me to get through for whatever reason. Like the songs just kind of got a little bit better for me as it went on, but nevertheless, still wasn't. My brother. Also, the last song, Thinking With My Dick, featuring Juicy J, that's an old song. I remember listening to that song back when I used to listen to Kevin Gates. But that song's been out for years. I don't know why it's on this album. Um on a Mary J. Blige. Yeah, that's that song's well, been out could, for years. Well, that um, well, it's interesting you say that because it was like jarringly different. That's right. It's vastly yeah. different than the rest of the album. That is what I would say was like typical Kevin Gates back in like 2014 and 2015. He was like doing songs like that. Like that type of energy. And that was like a lot of energy. He had a lot of fun in that shit, you know? I was going to say, it's like one of the only songs that I would really remember yeah. from the album. Yeah. You know? And I don't he's even think it's like, like that. that great necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, no. He used to, he used to have some yeah, I'll show, yeah, I'll show y'all some shit. He had he used to have some really good shit, bro. And it just makes me really sad. He was a double like he was a double XL freshman with Chance the Rapper. Like, I'm telling you, bro, like, well, so. like Kevin Gates, like back in like he he came up black in the day. The whole I got two 
Phones, that's from Kevin Gates. The, everyone talking about having two phones for the past like decade, that's like Kevin Gates' song, Two Phones. Um, well, it should make sense that he fell off then if he was uh, it's a been, freshman with chance. Yeah, <laughs> two phones have been absorbed by Baby King. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, all right. I, I, okay, I can start. Fuck it. Intro, Casa. Lame. I was hoping for more. I was, especially with this, and again, the way he's just like, like, ah, oh, he can take crazy beats and like, he's, he's a great storyteller. Like, his voice has a very commanding sense. He almost sounds like a preacher. Like, when he talks, he talks with like a lot of conviction in his voice and a lot of, uh, like, like, almost sounds like a wise man when he talks. Like, 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 he, he confidence, maybe confidence is the word. It's like he talks with a lot of confidence. Like, what he's saying, he's like, 100% believing, like, you should believe you should adopt this way of thinking, you should you know, convert to Islam, you should do all this shit, bro. Motherfuckers, like, really <laughs> out there with his shit. Um, but yeah, this just didn't do it for me. Um, Alan, what do you think of this song? See, I completely disagree. I think this mm. is one of the best storytelling parts on the whole on the whole album here when he's talking about, like, he starts out, first of all, on the Muslim I'm a Muslim first. And then he talks about his life as a plug and talking about actually living in Oakland and Sacramento mm-hmm. in the intro. And I was like, is this the kind of album we're going to get? Like is Mark this into a, this heavy storytelling <laughs> kind of rap for once? I, am, I don't think this is but no, see, you're looking at the verse now and it's like way more than you'd. Yeah. It's way more than I remember. Yeah. Um, but the, the reason why I feel like I had the first initial reaction that you have now with it is because the like announcer part at the beginning mm-hmm. is way too long. It it needs to be like just half as long and then get to what like mm-hmm. what I want to hear, which is this kind of pretty serious verse. But mm-hmm. when you do such a hype announcer type intro, I'm not really getting in the mood for that kind of rap, you know. Mm-hmm. So it took me a couple minutes to kind of like, re- or a couple tries, I should say, to get that he was kind of going for that. And I'm glad that I see it, but it takes me kind of like switching up what I first thought he was bringing us to mm-hmm. with the introduction to it. But so I like it, but you have to be kind of like thinking about it in retrospect. My love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, I agree with the announced part that it so it starts off with this talking about you know every time i go and drop a deuce you guys have something to say about it and i was like okay cool man like that's what i'm talking about that's the kind of thing like, i don't want to think about you the energy is completely <laughs> different than what he does in the verse <laughs> yeah. so if we could just please not talk about you taking dumps that'd be great my guy and <laughs> the, so then he goes into the verse and the verse is the verse is like shakespeare man i mean it's like a Damn. nice little overture <laughs> Through, you know, I take all of thy menstruals and my rapier dispatcheth thee. And he, he just keeps going on. And oh I, I really, it's it's really nice. It's a nice preamble to the album. So, and as Mark mentioned, like he has, his voice is like electricity. It's just really mm-hmm. like lightning, just tearing through the opposition. Like he clearly had something to say. I feel like this is a little personal. I don't know who this no. is directed I, I, I will say that's definitely the thing about his music is it is incredibly personal. Um, and like he very much will talk about his wife, he'll talk about his 
kids. And there's one song on this album uh, where he talks about his relationship with NBA Youngboy, like to a high degree. And so, yeah. The last thing I mentioned about this intro is I'm, I know we live in a very pluralistic uh, society and there are lots of different, like, I don't know what flavor of Islam he follows, mm -hmm. but apparently it's the one where you can DP women that you're close to and kill people and sell drugs. So <laughs> I thought it was I think that was his past life, bro. Most that was his That's past life before he converted, bro. <laughs> so he I, said DP woman, Jesus Christ, bro. This nigga out here. He said it first, and I will get into that as we go on. This is trackless. Oh, bro, you wild, bro. <laughs> Wow, B. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, what's a song you did like a lot, Milo? I liked Body, and I I liked Body only. Mm, I didn't. It I didn't like Body. Too much different from every other song. I just really enjoyed that line of uh, what is it? Spinning in the camera. We looking for your family. <laughs> <laughs> It makes you know. He's got you with it. Been in the black sound like like it's a fun and been like Dora the Explorer or whatever. That's the selling point of that song for me. I'm done. He's been in the camera. He's like, I'm like your family. He doesn't like Dora the Explorer. How <laughs> weak. Oh fucking weak. He does sound like it. Going on my playlist. Oh, shit. Bro, I should make head songs. <laughs> That'd be great. That's what, <laughs> that's what you need. You just need a strong chorus. Yeah, I don't I even remember, remember, like, a lot of what the verses were talking about. I just remember that catchy that catchy little hook. I mean, that's honestly why he's big. I'm telling you, like, YouTube music videos, he has them from, like, eight, seven, six years ago with, like, hundreds of millions of views since because, like, the man made catchy hooks, bro. Like, he's especially since he can sing, too, and also has that deep voice. Like, you make some catchy hooks. Yeah, this is way better than the Logic logic singing. We have an Aquarius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not actually. Tune. <laughs> um, I love this where he says, uh, uh, strapped around her, show the clip, the waist that looked like body armor, fresh nail polish, shell catcher with a stocking on her, big booty, dark skin, everybody plotting on us, big old long dick, I stuff it in between her walls. She freaky, it ain't no secret in public, she in my drawers. <laughs> That's that Vince's classic, like Kevin Gates, bro. <laughs> like very, like, and you'll want to say, so I can't wait to do farther so we can kind of compare the two, but you'll see the way the difference in how they talk about sexual stuff. Even Kevin Gates is still pretty, like, just like not like super like like aggressive with the way he talks about it, but like. It's definitely more of that where, it's, where you'll see from father. It's definitely more of like, it's more of like an anime kid who's really into sex when father talks. Because father's into anime. Like, he loves anime. And so he talks about a lot of anime and just wanting to have sex with girls. So, like, I'm it's just very this on the, ota the otakus. <laughs> don't, don't try to put this on the weebs, man. Just saying. <laughs> hey, if there's any group of people that's worse about sex than rappers, it's fucking weebs. To be honest. Okay, well that can be a side dish. The tentacle, the bro. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, it's demonetized. Right. Uh oh shit. I just read a line for verse two. Y'all reading this? That's crazy. Wait, where? Verse two of this song? 
Wait, what what does it just read it? <laughs> he said I was like such a lie. It shouldn't take you. Oh no, I did, I did, I did. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that while I'm listening to it. So I'm just reading the lyrics right now, and that shit just caught me off guard. <laughs> well, I heard it my, my first time. I was like, "Oh, this is all right." We're 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 saying but that. Must though. Too. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, when I pull her hair and head it from the back, she go to talking. I just whisper to her softly. I say, "Demilo Cantado." Now we cross the water, shortly pregnant with two daughters, like Lily and Canto, mommy Damala Despacio. Dude, dude, when when he got into fucking Spanish, I actually I actually liked that. Dude, dude but the lyrics were fucking freak. muy sucio, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wait, it's weird. Really... Dirty sucio. I have no idea. Yeah, uh, I don't know. So, okay, I wouldn't be surprised. And the dude's like a freak, bro. Like he, but he's also he loves hard. Like he has a lot of love songs, bro. He's a he's a he's a hopeless romantic, but. He's also a game banger and a Muslim. So connect all three of them. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know that you can really be all three to a great, great extent. No, but you're, no, what you're saying though. So the song one, one day, like it legitimately uh, sounded like he was crying. Like I, the, they, it sounded like they auto-tuned him crying into the mm. mic. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of emotion. Like, you can't be out here. Like, you know, on the streets crying like this. I know that's, you know, toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. I get it. But I don't really think that woke culture is very popular amongst it's not hustlers and, you know, so I it's was kind of thinking, like, you can't be releasing stuff like this, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, right? One day? Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is... Yeah, and yeah, he. this is... This really sounds like that singing love song type shit. But yeah, this is what he does. This is what he's been doing, bro. Like... You just weren't feeling okay, it. Can I can yeah. I get into my thing? Is that these are the kinds of songs on this album that I don't like mm-hmm. when he's doing more of the singing. When he's being fucking nasty is when I like it more. <laughs> True. I like the nasty routes, but I don't care as much for like the like nasty singing as much. Um I just like when he sings over hard hooks though. Like, watch, I'll show y'all something after this. But like it's just like this is just like ah. It's just he has so much talent. It's just like I feel like so much, so many of these songs are half-assed. Like they're not, they're not showing, like they're not showing the best of his rapping. They're not showing the best of his singing. They're not even showing the best of his hook making ability. Like he just he has like it makes me angry because I know he has more talent than this. What's I thought it was pretty. I thought I like the saying I, he could do a, like a Brockhampton feature or something. But what songs <laughs> do you? Wild. Did his, okay, time out. What? We need to do a side there sometime about how Brockhampton ended. Yeah. Oh, they're done? Yeah, they're done. Yeah, they're it's all right. That's all I need to say is we need to talk about that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we should. And then we should yeah. talk, talk about someone here needs to you bro, you work for tech companies. Somehow you can get your hands on puppy. Bro. I don't work for a tech company. You used to work for tech companies. Get your hand on get your hand on it's not like somehow, being bro. the president, Mark. You don't get <laughs> access to class. Bro, but you got access to servers. <laughs> it's the same thing, bro. Like, just oh, like, I can <laughs> access access the server, Alan. Puppy <laughs> server, Alan. Do <laughs> you know anything about computers or jobs? It's not Obama. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking Edward Snowden out here. <laughs> 
Well, Puffy is on a hard drive in the Google Cloud somewhere. You can fucking find that motherfucker. It's, on, it's on a hard drive in the cloud. <laughs> you can find you it. Obviously, bro. don't know what those words mean. <laughs> and it's on a hard drive somewhere in the cloud. You can find it, bro. Okay. Oh, is it? Can you Google it? Yeah. <laughs> if you Google the Ryan P address, you'll find a motherfucker else like Puppy Pop Up, bro. <laughs> what is Mark's IP address? You Google and it comes up. Oh, shit. I really want to listen to the album. I listen to snippets. That album is like it's fucking fire. The last full Brockhampton album with the full group that we never got to listen to. Fuck. Whatever, though. Yeah, we'll do a side dish about it. Um, PTOE, what I thought wasn't bad. Uh, which was number four. Um, I don't know. This one, for whatever reason, worked for me. I, I didn't mind it a lot. Uh, I thought it, it had a nice little kind of vibe. I was just, you know, not a very good fourth, too. <laughs> Do you like it? Or? I... I actually disagreed. For me, this was one when I felt like the album started to blend together a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I will say, like, not in a necessarily bad way, but the first three tracks kind of gave me that variety. Mm -hmm. And maybe four is maybe four still gave me that variety, but it started to feel samey after that. So that's how kind of how I associate the song with. This, uh, you know, another thing too that we should point out which i can't believe uh so we mentioned he was muslim but like these first three or so songs like he's really like talking about like i want god to forgive me for my sins and uh, thanks to the almighty etc cetera, etc cetera. and so that was what what by this time by the time we got to this song i was like okay so he's really pulling a big crit on us mm -hmm. in the first part of this album then he, then it takes off to you know other activities like it definitely doesn't sound gospel by any means, or it doesn't no, even no. sound pre. It doesn't even sound preachy, but it sounds like a man who's converted and just wants to talk about his faith. And like he, he's even before he was like converted, I remember he always talked about God still a lot. Like he's very much one of those like religious gangsters. Do you have another song that? showcased his talent like what songs on this album were like the old kevin gates thank you for my dick oh, okay that weren't literally from the <laughs> old yeah, yo, oh my god i just clicked on on uh genius release date july 16th 2013 this was nine years ago <laughs> what was this song Drinking with my dick, July 16th, oh, 2013. Shoot, I, talking about the album. I was like, what the? No, no, no. This was released nine years ago. Um, but yeah, like this, the, the, the like kind of bounciness and the hug and just how jumpiness. Uh, don't want to, if it don't clap, what you want? <laughs> <laughs> the beat on that was sick. It's a pretty, the face, but she's super good. <laughs> When, when, they say, when they said adios, <laughs> it's definitely a hype track for sure. Yeah, it's hype, bro. He used to make shit like this all the time. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just fire. Then the way like uh, Juicy J came in, like, I don't know. His shit just used to be so fun like that, bro. But okay, if we take away the song that is an actual old song of his and go to just, um, yeah, the album this came off of, Stranger Than Fiction. 
fucking fuego looking at this track list right now. Four Lakes and a Biscuit. That was a hard ass intro. But I got to show y'all that Four Lakes and a Biscuit was hard. Yeah. Well, I think it's, I don't know. Years. I think it's just like kind of telling that we all got much more excited to talk about this song mm-hmm. than it, like anything else realistically so for me at least on the album. Yeah. I mean, Milo, you seem to love it I'm the most out of all of us. So like what else for you, this album? No, here, you so. sarcastic bastard. Oh, the album. I thought you were talking about the song we were just, just No, it's an album, bro. Like, what you mean sarcastic? You said we, we got it all recording, bro. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, the albums, yeah, okay. <laughs> So what other song? No, okay. So I didn't. I do not like this song. Let me just preface: I do not like this song. But this is the kind of so, the song "Shoot My Shot." I feel like people deserve a warning if mm. enough people listen to this and think about listening to this album. This, oh my goodness, what can I say? Instead of listening to "Shoot My Shot," just to go scroll through like swimsuit pics on Instagram or something. <laughs> You're listening to the song and then all of a sudden you start listening to the lyrics and you realize he's talking about his girlfriend fantasy. Just this will be explicit. His girlfriend fantasizing about having two dicks inside of her body. And then that's not enough. He goes on to describe how he wants to put it in, put it in her from behind while his homeboy is putting his finger in her butthole. And this is precisely what I meant by we have a good vibe. We're getting along on a good, good clip. Imagine if you were driving with your with a friend of yours and his homegirl and you look over and all of a sudden they're having hardcore sex and you're at an intersection the same amount of oh, which of my friends is it though okay <laughs> you freak ass we <laughs> this song is definitely something that belongs in an adult video store i just like i said i don't mind rappers being sexual in albums but when it's basically like one of those novels, like Fifty Shades of Grey, like when we're getting to that level of surgical, explicit detail about what you're going to do with someone else's body, it's just not the, that's just not the vibe for me. I'm sorry. So shoot my shot is a hard skip with all the prejudice. But I don't know, judging by Alan's little deviant remark, it, it sounds like he enjoyed. No, you know, what's funny is I really liked your description of the song more than the song. I found it to be like funnier when you were talking about it than I think Kevin Gates is still trying to put it in a way that's not to me it didn't strike me as trying to be as funny as 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 you just were there. So I I don't know. I I gotta say I didn't love it, but I like I like it more in theory than I think how the song came together, to be honest, which is kind of a negative review because I'm not looking for anything too crazy but i really just thought that milo's monologue was like much funnier than the song to me mark one second sorry I keep going he's scrolling through the instagram pics i mentioned <laughs> oh, yeah, instead of talking about the song we have discovered about. a new corner of the internet <laughs> <laughs> i got an rsvp for this shit real quick i forgot oh you got rsvp they got valet park in there too uh... caviar Scars was good. I thought the hook on that was beautiful. Wait, wait, shoot my shot. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shoot my shot. Oh, God, nigga. <laughs> 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 this nigga 
nigga. Bro, holy shit. I see what. Th- is this a song when you texted me? Yeah, that's the song. Bro, nigga. He said, hair from the back, stroking you slow while he's sticking his thumb in your ass. Yeah. Your mouth, I tongue kiss you, that thick in your throat while I'm pulling your hair. Switching positions, you sucking his dick while I'm rubbing your clitoris. I put the head in and go slow. I ain't had a real S word in so long. Like a cowgirl, she rode oh, in a rodeo, slow motion, titties jiggling, dick that's soaking. That's the word. Little pussy Spencer? got grip on it. She come and let it drip on me, water wash it. She done pissed on it. I'm stroking slow motion. Okay, for everyone listening, by S word, Mark meant <laughs> slut. Which means that we we can say that the F slur. Bro, you, on can't this me, you, you can't tell me what I can and can't say. Word. <laughs> you can't tell me what I can and can't say. So, and I'm a non-black man. I believe in nigga many times. On I this. believe in free speech, so you can't tell me what I can and can't say. Uh. All right, let's not let's not go down the, the right. Elon I didn't route. know Elon Musk was on the podcast. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's not let's not chant oh. Elon right now. <laughs> oh shit! Um, I put that dick. No, I'm not going to repeat the most of this. Is all <laughs> he said. Feet. Oh, speak freely. He said feet. He said feet hit the ceilings. Fans, sixty nine standing up. I got her upside down. This nigga only watched porn, bro. This shit crazy. This is my second attempt. The first time I went lip, I nutted real quick. Shit, embarrassing. I want some revenge. Running back one more game, working out in the gym. I got stamina. Oh, man. <laughs> Bruh, this should have stayed in the draft. <laughs> no, this sounds like uh, like just like, like, like one of those like erotic like subreddit stories. That's what this sounds like. Some shit like that. Bruh, like, like some some shit just like yeah yeah bro here's like some crazy shit that like happened or whatever. Oh wait, he's, he he Jack Soldier Boy though. Give me a kiss through the phone. Kiss me through oh, the phone. The way you worded that sounded so. <laughs> yeah, just immediately coming off the rant about how sexual it was is interestingly timed. <laughs> oh, I had that same. Yeah, he, he Jack Soldier like, Boy though. <laughs> You better have some evidence because we don't have lawyers. Wait, what the fuck does this last line mean? Gold peach fuzz and your pussy from Ohio. Are you excited? Am I missing something? What, what, what it's a white me? girl. Oh, okay. Is that the... Because her pussy be having Ohio peach fuzz type hairs, dude. Okay, so the song Scars had a beautiful hook. Why did you say that? Not, like, it's the most no normal thing. Like, it's like, come on, dog, you don't get that. It's from Ohio. Yeah, you guys are so fucking, like, unkinky. Oh, my God. That's an interesting thing to say oh, to two shit. black men. But anyways, back to reality. <laughs> Scars has a beautiful hook saying you can cover these scars in diamonds, but you're still going to feel the pain. That's all I want to get out there. Also, before we get too far from the weeds, Truth Be Told, a song off this album, has a Gatye sample. I don't know if anyone caught that. Where? Somebody that I used to, somebody that I used to know. They oh, somebody that I used to Gautier, know. You said gotcha. Oh my God, am I getting punked? I said Gatye. Gatye. <laughs> The, he the just guy has that never, made, he he has has never the heard the word out loud. I feel like, yeah. 
No, I've, I haven't. I haven't. So truth be told, I haven't had to say the word out loud. Has a sample from somebody. I barely caught it. Like I was lying in bed listening to it. And I remember lying that. Like, <laughs> Wait, does it really? That's, that's it it sick, does. Actually. Somebody that I oh, used to know. Nice. And I just what I'm saying. Like, it's so weird. Like he's like this like really thugged out gangster. And he's out here like crying on tracks and sampling somebody that I used to know. That's the last sample I would have expected to hear on. Like, imagine in Ali Choppers. No, that was that was horrible. Cut. Imagine Ali Choppers Chopper sampling like. See, I can't even say like Thousand Miles because that murder. That already happened. That murder. Sample Thousand Miles. Who was smoke? Yeah, we ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna do that. No, but I think the contrast of the like banger ass lyrics and the two thousands like really sing songy production and like backing track, I think that works. That's why Who I Smoke is so so good. Bro, Who I Smoke is so fucking good, bro. I hate how good that shit is, bro. Y'all listen to that on a regular basis? No, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I no, that's why I hate bro. how good it is, though. But like, just monetizing murder. <laughs> bro, first of all, if you listen to rap, you're monetizing murder already. So let's be clear about that. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, okay. <laughs> Extraordinary claims. <laughs> okay, I can back that up whatever it is easily. <laughs> easily. Uh, young Thug, YSL, <laughs> didn't you like Pink? Right? You are a punk, whatever the fuck that was? That you then got indicted after? Yeah, bro. What do you think you monetize it? I didn't know. What, whose lawyers do you think you're paying for, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, dog? <laughs> Dude, if you have a phone, it was made with child labor, but bro, like no you, you, out, you, out, you out here, you out here profitizing everything, bro. So I gotta hear, bro. A lot of aspersions being cast. <laughs> but um I still eat Chick-fil-A and I have no shame. Bro, we out here. We all um, eat Chick-fil-A. We know, we all do, yeah. Uh yeah, I have like no other memorable tracks to be honest. Yeah, this is crazy. This is a crazy track though. And he calls her a love bug. Hit that ass from the back, love bug. Interesting. Um, man, it's just weird how the song starts so fucking like. Like if I was just reading these lyrics from the start of the song, "What up, love? How you doing? I'm Kevin. Be careful." You go hard. I didn't want anything. I'm just coming to say hello. Never entertain the possibility of us being anything. How to preconceive you will never fuck with somebody like me. My bad, baby. I got excited. Shit, I'm a street nigga. You heard me. I never think I would fuck nothing like you know what break what I'm breaking or whatever. Like it sounds kind of like oh, like very humble. Like man, I just never thought you'd be anything. Blah blah. What the fuck with me? And then he just nigga just bam switches that shit. Crazy. Yeah, Kevin Gates, bro. Um, yeah, bro. Like honestly, it's like a lot of songs that were all a lot of filler to me. Um, I the, the second half really started blending in. Um, I really got much to say. Like Milo, anybody y'all still got or what? No, no. I say let's uh spice on it, pick a couple tracks, and get on yeah. out. Um, I'm gonna give it a not spicy for me because I've seen this nigga do way better, too better than this for me to give this anything near spicy. 
Uh, I'm also going to give it a not spicy. If you gave me this album in 2013, I might feel differently, but we've heard this before. And then the song that is from 2013, like, is my favorite song, probably. Mm. So, yeah, I will. Not spicy. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and give this a spicy. I think that this man seriously had something to say, like just the, the sheer amount of power in his voice is excellent for his rapping style. The things he's talking about, like I can think of some memorable lines, like I've been lying to my mom saying I've been sober. The the hook from Scars was beautiful. And then some of the like the stuff he talks about doing with, with like his homies and the thing that things that he's gone through. Uh, the substance is there. His singing to me is great. It's far superior to, you know, say that of the last rapper we just reviewed. Mm-hmm. So, and he can also put together a catchy hook. The one thing I'd say he's lacking, like if, if this is supposed to be like an exhibition of your skill, the one thing I'd say he's lacking in is the, the production is it's not very, that varied mm-hmm. from song to song. And mm-hmm. For that reason, I'm still going to give it a spicy, even though he could do better in that area. But otherwise, it's a solid project. Oh, and if he could get rid of the, you know, the weird, the weird stuff, the freak lines, that'd be cool. But if I could do two tracks for the playlist, I would definitely do Body. That one is going on my playlist. And the other one I would do is Scars. Body and Scars. Body and Scars. I'm cool with it. Whatever you want, bro. All right, well, I have just been voted out. You've been voted out, nigga. Um, All right, next album, next week, we will be reviewing Young Hot Ebony 2 by, I almost say Young Thug for some reason, by Father. Born up. This is the follow up to his debut album back. I think it dropped 2014, maybe, Um, maybe 2013, which is the original Young Hot Ebony. And father is a wild boy. He's very sexual by Kevin Gates, but think of more of like an anime nerd vibe and not like a thug game maker vibe. Um, but very fun, incredible pre. I've never listened to an album by his that did not have incredible production. So, and he seems to have it produced by the same people. So um, his in-house team, he's the leader of Awful Rec. You know, I'll give it an introduction next time. But father, he's the dopest. See y'all next time. Yeah.